Lessons and Lattes. Super excited to finally be here with um, Ashley. She is the author of I Want to Be a Lot. And I'm going to let her kind of jump into her background. And then I'm going to ask her some questions about her amazing book. Hi, yeah. Um, hi, I'm Ashley. I'm 19. I've been, I'm about to start my second year of college. Um, I've kind of always spent my time, like my free time writing. And that was kind of always just an outlet for me to, I mean, literally just put my thoughts into words and, English was always my favorite subject throughout high school, and so it just kind of came naturally to me. So towards my senior year, um, I kind of got the idea for I Want to Be a Lot, and it was just kind of instinct for me to kind of go write the paper and start to express that and put that into words. And um, obviously, with the end of high school, people are asking you, you know, what do you want to be? What college are you going to? Um, career options, what are you looking at? Things like that, and it can be a bit overwhelming. So really just that entire process is me taking my personal experience and putting it into a, a younger person's story because in my opinion it, it goes that far back and it starts that young so um that was really my reasoning for writing I want to be alive being able to convey um that message of you don't have to box yourself in you can you can be a lot and you can you can express all of your hobbies and your interests in a way that is gratifying to you and through multiple careers and um, yeah so going into college I started writing that and then uh, actually rather quickly I was signed with BBC Inc and they they just really allowed me to create this project and share it with the world and it's been like the biggest blessing that I could imagine but that's a lot for being 19 years old I'm having a book out kind of the overwhelming process of publishing, and then also trying to navigate the college system at the same time. Um, I guess it kind of goes back to the message of I want to be a lot and being able to do multiple things that you love. Um, do you feel that way or do you honestly feel like a little bit overwhelmed? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, it's almost like a good overwhelm, if that makes sense. Like, I mean, there were definitely times that I'm a full-time student, 15 credit hours. So, I mean, definitely majority of your time when it comes to that is I go to school I've got work that to do certain days I've got to a lot of time to get homework done and things like that and it was really interesting going through that and being like okay I'm 19 I'm at the beginning of everything I've got classes I need to study for and tests that I'm about to have to take but then I would go home in the afternoon and I'd sketch out some illustrations and send them to Genesis and I mean, it was, it was overwhelming, but it was like the best type of overwhelming because there's like overwhelming from school, which is rewarding in a sense because you are getting things done, but it's a bit more of a negative feeling, but then it was like, okay, this is overwhelming because these illustrations are new, this and writing and yada, 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 but it was the best feeling because it was like, I'm only 19, like this is the beginning of everything and I'm already being allowed to share such a important message to me on such a large platform so it was definitely overwhelming but it was the best the best kind of overwhelming that you could have so do you think that I know that being 19 and having a book published do you think this is kind of like I checked the box I published a book you know my writing's out there or is just just kind of like the door opening for like even more publishing um, opportunities for you more writing opportunities like what is your plan? I definitely use this as uh, just getting my 
foot in the door, but it's been, I mean, literally such an exciting experience. I remember when I signed with EDC Inc., I was just so thrilled to just have the opportunity to have my words be used by anybody else. Um, But writing has always been something that I wanted to do, and to publish children's books is something that I've written children's books since I was seven and eight years old. I remember I used to write these little children's books called like Henry the Hedgehog and I mean Freddy the Frog, just like these really tiny books and then I'd read them to my mom and I was like, Mom, this is cool and she was always super supportive of it and those always ended up in in drawers and storage boxes and things like that. But so when I was able to release I Wanna Be a lot, it was like to me it felt like such a gratifying experience where it was like, I don't care if only one person reads this book or purchases this book. This is a step in the direction of something that I've always wanted to do, and it's more than I was being allowed to do before. So, I mean, it was all, I was grateful for the entire thing. But yeah, definitely a step in a direction for something that I've always wanted to do. And has, just like from someone who's been in college and stuff, has your whole college experience changed um, from being a published author? Do you feel like people treat you differently? sure because the first year it was kind of in the works not many people knew about it and it was more of a my family knew what was going on and obviously David Shelley Burgess and the people working on it with me but it was a lot of it was under wraps during the first thing but since 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 being released really the only difference is people are just so nice I mean everybody's had amazing things to say um just absolute support from local people here and people that do hear about it from the college that I'm at and things like that. So if anything, I would say it's just, if there is a change, it's all positive. That's awesome. I'm so like, I will have to admit, um, I have not read your book yet. But I am, <laughs> I am so intrigued, even just by the title. It is something that I want to bring into my classroom this year because just the idea, like I want to be a lot, like that title to me is so powerful and such like, almost like a permission slip or giving a student, a child, a person freedom to really be everything they want to be. And I can't even at 19, I, you know, I couldn't even imagine like being able to put like, take that idea. Cause I know it's something that a lot of, I know I went through it. A lot of people go through it as they're entering the college, but like the courage that it took to bring that to life. Like I couldn't even, I, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I'm kind of speechless right now. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, um, it was crazy. And that was kind of the the, the, the way that you just described it is the exact same way that I felt about it. It was like, we all, and we all experience, it's one of those things too, because it's the topic that we all go through. So it's, it was almost empowering to have my name attached to the message and the story that I'm trying to tell because it's like, we all went through that. We're all going through it in a different way. There's, I mean, at some point we've all been through a time where it was like, okay, what the heck am I going to do? Like, what career is best? I mean, what class is going to best, like, give me the skill sets that I want to do for this, this, and this? So, yeah, it was, um, and it's one of those things that's such a simple message, in my opinion. Like, it's so, it's kind of something we all kind of understand, but I don't feel like it was talked about enough, which is why. I obviously wanted to share it and talk about it from a, from a specific story and point of view. But yeah, overall, I just think it's extremely empowering that I get to share that type of message, knowing how many people go through that type of um, 
experience. I kind of feel like, I, you know, like talking to you, I kind of feel like I am letting my seniors down because, you know, it's something that we, it's like this unwritten rule of society. It's, a, or like a catch 22 almost, like I'm kind of thinking about it as I'm talking to you. But like, you know, there's the idea that I'm a second career teacher and honestly, I love teaching, but I will probably move on at some point and do something different. And, and, wow. I, you know, I tell my, I tell my husband, I tell people like, you know, you're never boxed in. You can always go back to school. School will always be there for you. You can always, you know, take what you've learned in a job and apply it to a different aspect of it. But, you know, for being a high school senior, I had no clue what I wanted to do. Absolutely nothing. Like, you know, it it was also like unobtainable, I guess I could say. But I also felt an insane amount of pressure and it could have been, you know, family, community, whatever, to choose something that I was going to stick with. And having been through it and being a second, you know, second career, you know, potentially on a third career, I'm thinking like, that is just not life. Like, and definitely like out of the get go, you're just saying like, I want to be a lot, like I want to do this and I'm going to incorporate this. And I think that's so so huge because it does open an opportunity for those conversations to happen. So yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it, that's just kind of been my thought process as far back as I can remember. Is um, I, I grew up playing basketball, and for the long and like you said, in my mind, it was growing up throughout school. My process was okay. I need to find something I like so much that I can do it forever, and like something that I won't mind having to do rest of my life and so playing basketball that was that for me I was like okay I love this so much like maybe I can do this but then I started writing and using that as like a way to express myself and to share messages and stories and I love that so much and it was like throughout all of those years by the time I got to senior year I had so I mean I was the marketing um director for my high school yearbook staff and that was something I really enjoyed so especially when I got to that point, it just felt like a cluster of things in my head. And I was like, okay, how in the world am I supposed to pick one of these to do forever? And if I do pick it, what if I decide that it's not what I want to do? And how big of a mistake will that be? So I just, I, I just became very aware of the pressure that was on me. And um, then I was like, I can't imagine what other people feel towards the same situation because we're all going through the same thing. And um, especially because college is, is expensive and it's not an option for everybody and I mean I'm blessed enough to be able to to go and have that type of experience but not everybody is so I was thinking I wonder I mean it's got to be 10 times more stressful when everybody's pushing you to have the agenda that society thinks is best fitting so I think that was just my main reason in wanting this message out so bad is to show that it's not the small box that people make it seem and it's not as black and white as people make it appear. And I think that's what my main mission is to portray that. And, you know, like, again, I'm like so excited to bring it into the classroom and honestly more for my high school seniors, but I can see the practicality or the importance of having that conversation with my freshmen, my sophomores and my juniors as well. And like you said, that message really does need to, start or the conversation really does need to start happening at younger grades. What was your vision um, as you wrote this um, 
did you have like a thought process like, oh my gosh, this needs to be used in this context. It should be used in this class um, with teachers or did you, was it just um, more of you wanted to get that message across? from the pictures that I have been able to see I love kind of the whimsical LMA of it and just even from the title from you know it's just like it kind of captures you and it draws you in and as an adult I can say that I know I've shown it to my 10 year old and he's like oh yeah like I want to like I want to see this book like I you know and then even just like you know promoting it as a title, you know, on Twitter and stuff, is something that people are definitely drawn to, like magnetized to, I would say. So I definitely think you accomplished that. But I love the whimsy of it as well. It's like an important message, but somehow, some way, you were able to create a whimsical element as well. Yeah, that was actually one of the main goals that I had is like talking through with Genesis and David Shelley and, uh, and all of them, when we were getting this planned, and all, when you're presented with a book, there's, I mean, the creative process of it, which is aside from the actual message that you want, but you want it to collaborate with your ideas and things in a way that it will spell without even having to be read. And my goal with, um, when creating this and talking with all of them is that I wanted it to feel warm and I wanted it to have colors that were welcoming and just a, a sense of, Oh, that, that that looks nice. Even when you, even if you haven't opened it, I just wanted it to be a cover that was kind of like the message, welcoming to all and warm and I mean positivity and things like that. I think it was really accomplished. Through I mean, Genesis did an amazing job, but yeah, I really love how it turned out. So as like we start, or as us, even you, teachers start a new school year and um, begin to incorporate incorporate elements of your book and um, into either their curriculum sharing the message with students what um what is your vision for that what is it that you're hoping will result from it honestly i just think back to when i was in school and every, there are different things that catch different people's eyes and i just remember my teacher would go up at the front and read a book and all it takes is one book to catch your eye and one message to hear and um, I mean it's and it sticks with you and so my goal and the thing that I've been thinking of is even if a teacher gets my book and reads it to the class and there's only one kid 
that hears this message and understands it and carries it with them through growing up and through their school years, that's, I mean, that's rewarding enough just because it, it's got the, it has the opportunity to, to reach somebody and to connect with somebody. And I don't expect it to connect with everybody. And obviously with it being a children's book, there are going to be, I mean, there's the given, they're going to take it literally. They might not understand the message of the book, which is perfectly fine because, I mean, it's going to reach somebody. And that's just, that's what I'm most excited about when it comes to school starting and then seeing that. And like you mentioned earlier, it is such a, it's a, it's a common message that we, we all want to do a lot of things, and, but it's also kind of like a taboo that we don't, we don't really talk about it. We don't really talk about boxing students in and, and allowing them to express the things that they like to do. So I'm most excited about that and the conversation that I think it'll start. So are there any plans for any sequels, any plans for maybe a more grown-up or adult version um, kind of with the same message down the road? Um, I don't know about the same message, but I, I have a lot of ideas, especially because, like I mentioned earlier, this is just a foot in the door for me. It's been something I've been so grateful of and something that I obviously love to work more towards and to add to this book, but um, nothing set in stone. And obviously, there's a collaborative process where other people have to want it, and other people, um, yeah, have to work with me and things like that. But ideally, yes, other other books to come for sure. And are you planning to stay in that children's line, um, like working with an illustrator, or do you have plans to branch out um, to? more adult-like novels or is it just kind of like whatever inspires you in the moment? Um, as, as of right now, children's books seem to be what um, are on my mind and what seems to be where I'd like to um, put my messages for the time being just because that's what I'm feeling called to do. But I mean, since early high school, I wanted to release a novel of some sort and something, like you said, for an older demographic of people. So that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to doing eventually, but I have no plans to do in the future. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, like I'm putting you in a box that I can feel like because you are, again, only 19, starting your second year of college, right? And you really do have the world ahead of you, which is totally an amazing place to be in. And I'm sure, like, thinking of these questions is probably, like, pretty intimidating. So I do apologize for that. And then um, kind of another question that I was thinking of, um, for our students out there, especially um, high school seniors starting this year, students um, that might feel like they have uh, not as many options as your typical senior, um, either students on IEPs or that are overcoming some type of issue, trauma in their lives, what advice do you have for them? Um, I mean, just like the dedication page in my book, the way I wrote it was, I believe in you and I believe in your dreams and I believe in your ability to be alive. And the reason I chose that as my dedication page is because it literally applies to everybody. Everybody has a situation and everybody comes from something. But in my opinion, I think that makes your ability to do the things that you want all the greater because you come from a different situation you have a different mindset you have different people in your life so my advice for them to 
to them would be um, to stop comparing themselves to people that have a different situation and to use the one that they're in to do the things that they want to do and to make the things that they want to make and express themselves in the way that they will because nobody else can express themselves in the way that they would because they come from a different situation and nobody else can see it the way that they can because it's, it's not the same which is like the beauty of each of us being our own person and for a while it took me it took a while for me to understand that because i did the same thing where i was like oh my gosh so and so is going to this massive college they're gonna have so many opportunities so and so is going to this state to do an internship so and so staying in new york city like all these things and it kind of always felt like somebody's got it better than you but when you when you sit down and realize what you have then that's when you're able to make like the most amazing things because it's, it's you and it's things that you've lived and experienced and i think that's the best part of it all and so just coming from the mindset like you um said that you know you were comparing yourself to others and i know that's so hard being a teenager and to have the confidence or even value yourself what strategies did you use um did you seek advice from other people to kind of um be able to overcome that issue yes that was definitely something that i have I've spoken to people in my life about and um i think we can kind of forget that that's something that so many people deal with and that's not something that we're um doing we're not alone in that and that goes for so many other things and that was one thing that i really learned through high school was that talking helps it doesn't matter if you if you just told one person if you just told a friend i think the second you vocalize something that you're struggling with it allows room for you to realize that you're not the only person going through that and there are so many ways that you can find advice and help and guidance through things like that and yeah going through high school for sure comparing myself was one of my biggest issues but I mean, just through talking to people, I I mean, I got so much advice and so much guidance and just, I understood that that's something that so many of us do and that I wasn't alone in that. And that just allowed room for me to obviously like grow and conquer that bad habit of mine. So that would be my advice is just to talk about it. Tell people how you feel and and you'd be surprised at how it can help. And was there like a particular like individual in your life, like a school counselor, a teacher that, or even someone outside of the school system that was able to really resonate or connect with you? Or was it like talking to multiple people and getting their insight that kind of helped you uh, essentially realize that you could do you? Um, it, it was definitely a lot of different people. I mean, it's the tiny things from like, that were that complement your work and it's like oh I really like that and it's just like oh they like something that I did and it's not something that so and so did across the classroom and tiny affirmations like that but it's also I mean so many people especially when you have a good uh, support system and teachers and family and things like that they just remind you every time I mean if you bring it up hey I just don't think I can do this because so and so's got I mean all all these resources and things like that they're just like okay, but that person's not you. And the thing that's cool about it is that nobody else is you and nobody else can create things that you want to create or try and recreate the words that you want to create and things like that. So I just think it was definitely a bunch of different people that just continuously reminded me that nobody else can do me but me. And if I spend all my time trying to do whatever Brad is doing across the classroom, then I'm never going to the world is never going to actually see what's going on in my head and the things that I can potentially share with the world. So, yeah, it was definitely just by the time I got to the end, I was like, okay, 
know, you have the confidence to talk about things that you were going through. And I know that it's so easy, even as an adult, to get into that loop where you're comparing your classroom with a classroom like maybe on Pinterest. Pinterest or Instagram and feeling like you failed because yours isn't as perfect or pretty. But at the end of the day, I think the best message out there is you just have to do you. You have to be true to yourself and have a great support system that believes in you. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah, that too. And I think the misconception is that that doesn't always come naturally. Sometimes you have to seek a good support system, but... (laughs) if you respect yourself and you know what you deserve and you know how I mean how it is to treat people and uh, just respect others and that kind of comes out that comes naturally and you'll find yourself within a circle of people that have your best interest in mind and then after that when you when you have I've come to realize that when you have a group of people that believe in you so hard and so passionately it's almost like you feel disrespectful if you're not if you're not embracing who you are as a person because everybody else is rooting for you, so why aren't you rooting for yourself? So definitely nice having that. And, um, yeah, that's my support. It, it, that's my, what I would say is once you realize what you deserve and the basics of just, I mean, how to treat people, then I think it'll come naturally to have a support system around you, whether it be people that have never been in your life or your direct family or whatever it may be. And, you know, you are wise beyond your years. I'm sure you've heard that before, but you've learned so many lessons that it's taken me all of, what, 32, 33 years to learn. So I really do applaud you and I do applaud your confidence. And thank you so much, one, for being here and getting, one, your book out there and two, just doing you and really writing kind of about those unwritten society things and getting your message out there is so huge. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to use your platform and the things that you do to share my messages further. Because, I mean, it's people like you that allow me to do what I want to do and be me and help others do that for themselves as well. So I appreciate that. So, like I said, I can't believe you're only 19. There's only good things out there for you um, as you move forward. I can't wait to get your book. I can't wait to read what's next and just kind of see where you go with all of this. Thank you. That means so much. Thank you. This latte is a little bit different. Um, It is called the brown sugar caramel latte. It has brown sugar, quarter cup, half and half, one tablespoon caramel ice cream topping, three quarters of a cup hot brewed coffee. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna stir the brown sugar into half and half until dissolved. Whip with a milk frother or small whisk. Pour coffee into the mug and stir in caramel sauce until dissolved. Pour frothed half and half into coffee and serve. Enjoy that brown sugar caramel latte while you listen to some great lessons from Ashley Savage, author of I Want to Be a Lot, sharing some of her wisdom. Again, she's only 19 years old. Can't believe um, her powerful message for classroom teachers, parents, and community members. And she just has so much ahead of her. So please support her. Please get her book and let us know what you think.